and it's time for another wonderful episode of Moments with Mika. And Rick. And this week, we're going to stay on the same topic. It's still Mental Health Awareness Month, but it's a lot more than we can go in depth with this. Absolutely. And since the 23rd was uh, the Red Nose campaign, uh, and pretty much that campaign spoke to uh, child poverty, uh, we want to look at the dynamic of poverty uh, and mental health. Right. So, uh... Let's dive into it. Before we dive into it, I just want to throw it out there, you know, if anybody listening, that I had a surprise pop-up shop on Friday at City of Hope, the church, and it was amazing. It was super amazing. Um, everyone that supported the table was awesome. My mom was selling, the, she was selling that piss. Like, she, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know a better way. She was doing it, like. I ain't never seen a better saleswoman than that. I was like, that's my wing woman right there. <laughs> she was going up to people saying, hey, you look nice in this dress. Yeah, this look nice. And you know, I'm like, you know what? I need somebody like that by my <laughs> side. So it was definitely amazing. Um, I, that made me want to do more and more pop-up shops. So next week, we will be at the African Festival. In Ann Arbor, right? Yep, in Ann Arbor. So, be looking for us there. I just wanted to throw it out there because I'm so excited. It was like my first pop-up shop, and it was a surprise, so I didn't really want to tell people. And it went amazing. Okay. It went really amazing. How was your week? So, my week was, I don't know, my week was a little rocky up and down. Uh, but that was the internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Ended the week, uh, it went uphill, so it started to get a little bit better. So, uh, I'm ready to tackle next week. That That is my goal. Yeah, next week is going to be a crazy week. I'm talking about doing at least over 100 t-shirts for next week. So, that's going to be a doozy. Oh, let's get it. Yeah. So, we will get right into this topic. We're going to take a little short break. And we'll be right back after this. Hey guys, while you're listening to the show, do me a favor. Go to Facebook, look for James Hunt. He has a Simply Clean business. Simply Clean is a car wash, not just any car wash. That's my dad's car wash, and he knows how to make your car look spanking, spanking new. So, what I need you to do is, I know you're listening, but you can go to your home screen and go to Facebook and look for J-A-M-E-S-H-U-N-T, James Hunt. And ask about Simply Clean. You heard this first on Moments with Mika. And we're back. So, Rick, let's get into this. Because this is a topic that you picked for us today. Well, absolutely. So, um, I was looking at first, like I said, we did the topic of uh, mental health last week. Right. Uh, so, we wanted to actually compare uh, the statistics of people in poverty mm-hmm. uh, with people with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And it looks like across the board... Um, people in poverty has a higher percentage of mental health issues. You know what? I don't mean to cut you off. And I'm not... See, I like to take light of things. So, I, you know, I don't want to do a joke that's too soon. But I can see why they would say that. Because I'm I'm serious. When my bank account is real low, and I know that that Apple Music at any time can come through with the $15.49. It's always Apple Music. It's always Apple Music that takes me over my limit. And you know what? Or Amazon, Prime. Amazon, Prime, Amazon Prime will sneak up on you. But I'm saying, like, those are the type of things that make you paranoid to use your car. Because you don't want to get to the front, have all your stuff, people waiting on you, swipe your car and say, beep. Oh, sorry, ma'am, it didn't go through. You swipe it again. Like, I know something is in there, but oh, no, you, no, 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 no. a dollar and something so, in the negative. This is how Amazon hits you. Amazon hits you at night. So, mm-hmm. like, 
You go out, you handle a little bit of business throughout the day, and then you gotta go get something last minute. So now you're looking at your account like, wait, okay, you good now? Collect your stuff, and you're looking again like, wait, okay, you good now? But when you get up to that register, and you get that notification Amazon just went through, you be like, look, bro. <laughs> I'd be sick. I'm, I'm serious. I would be sick. But I'm saying, like, when your money is low, it makes you a little bit paranoid. Absolutely. Because you, like, you can't do the things that you really, really want to do. So imagine having that issue every single day. I, I really feel like, yes, it can cause a mental health issue. Like, I think that it causes you to stress because you it, need it does. things. It's undue stress. Yeah. And, like, here in Michigan, we have it a bit different because, like, we're very close to all of the metrics for the federal poverty line. Mm-hmm. Um, we make uh, just over uh, the federal minimum wage. So isn't wait, minimum wage is like $8, $8.50? Right now, yes. Okay. And we just had that reform in the law that uh, was supposed to raise minimum wage. But that's not until 2030, right? Oh, well, they actually reformed it uh-huh. to make it out to 2030, and it's going to go up even less. So we're not our minimum wage is not going to get that spectacular. So, uh, we end up in a situation where uh, we are near uh, the medium for cost for uh, the average living. Right. Uh, so, federal average cost of living is around uh, $11.75. Uh, that's hour? for a two-bedroom house. That's to get an apartment. That's just... That, that's not in Michigan. Because in I, Michigan, it's not 15 I want to say, uh, I don't th- for an apartment? For an apartment. So, we're $200 off the average. Okay. 200 exactly $227.22. So you telling me that if I made how much do I have to make an hour, like an hourly to have a two bedroom apartment in Michigan? So you definitely need to make more than minimum wage. Right. If you make $13 an hour, half more than half of your yearly income is going to your rent. Right. And so then, then you, you still have to pay bills. Yeah, you still got to get food. And you have to get to where you're going. Oh yeah. So you got to pay for transportation be it the bus, car, anything like that. If you have a car, you have to pay car insurance. You do. And then you come down to the last thing you can actually make a decision on is what to eat. Yeah. Food end up being at the back of everybody's list because you have to take care of all these necessities first Mm -hmm. so that you can enjoy your meal comfortably. But you end up not being able to enjoy your meal. And I feel like people that, um, when you don't have like a lot of money, the only thing that you can really focus on is how to make some money. So right. it's like something that another thing that you're stressing about. Like, how can I get from this amount of money to this amount of money? Because I find myself thinking about that a lot. And then I find myself Absolutely. getting overwhelmed sometimes, um, getting upset because it's like you want this money now. Like, you, you want it now because it's things that you got to do um, in places that you want to go. But then personally. if you set up a plan for the money and a hiccup comes, Usually, hiccups are not planned. Right. <laughs> you, there's no fallback plan for hiccups. Right. So, when those happen, it, it throws, like, a major wrench in your life. Right. So, like, you try to plan for it. You try to be optimistic about it. But, I mean, it'll weigh on you. Right. It, it definitely will. And uh, in America, we have a lot of households that are predominantly led by women. Right. Uh, 32% of those women are more likely to be insecure with their food. So they might fall into a state of poverty because they have to take care of everything else. All the weight is on their back. And then you have to think about food. So 32% of them will come up short with food. And if they're African-American, they're twice as likely 
to do it. And that's mm. across every category. Mm. If you're African American, you're twice as likely to have those problems. Mm. I don't know why <laughs> being black makes you more more likely to do that, mm-hmm. um, but that is the case. Um, if you're part of the LGBTQ community, then you're 25% more likely. So, like, be gay and black, you got you're not making it. I'm about to say, I don't know how. Statistically, you're not making it. Right. So, like, all of these things weigh in, and they play a major portion to, like, people's mental capacity. Yeah. Because if you're not eating good, then your body is not producing what it needs to produce right. for you to be in a good state. Right. And then if most of your money is going to trying to take care of your living arrangements, like, all of everything else is stressing you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're doubly stressed because, one, you're not eating good. Mm-hmm. You're not sure about where the money is coming from to take care of everything else you need to take care of right so that's extra stress that's mm-hmm. extra weight on your mental health mm-hmm. and like it causes major issues right and here in america like poverty could be tackled a lot better it really could i see a lot of wasteful things that i think like now i say like if I have a t-shirt or something that I mess up on. You know, I'm not going to just throw it away. At first, I used to just throw it away. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's a lot more that I could do. I can give this shirt to a homeless person. Or, you know, I can give it to somebody else that just want the shirt instead of just throwing it away. Or like restaurants. Right. When they throw well, away their food. I saved a, I saved a shirt and I use that for, like, my measurements. Right. So, if I do a hard press on that one and, hey, no, you need to readjust and all that, Cool. I got that shirt for readjustments. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as restaurants go, only in Hawaii do restaurants actually pack up their food for the night mm-hmm. and give it to the homeless. Mm-hmm. Most other places, people will be fired for actually taking the food home. Right. And, like, that's ridiculous because you didn't throw it in the trash. We would rather throw it in the trash than make sure we helping out the community or the general population. Either you can afford it or you can't eat our food. Right. And some people can't just, I mean, with, you know, if your money is low, if you need medication, you know, if you you take pills or like your mental health issues, like you can't afford to get the medicine. Right. So like you can't afford to actually get the help that you need. I'm serious. Like when I first got this job and I seen like they benefits, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to the doctor. I wouldn't even go to a therapist. I just don't feel like I should have to pay $45 or deduct, you know, some, any deductible right. to get some help. So a lot of people, I I know that I'm not like, you know, going, I'm not without, but I can see how people that are without, how it's a lot harder because it's a lot more stress. Cause oh, you those are not even know. options. Like at that point, you don't even look at those as options. Right. You get the health insurance to make sure if your kids get sick, you can take care of them, mm-hmm. but you're not going yourself because, like, I don't have that extra deductible. Right. You get a flat tire, and it's like, whoa, is me. <laughs> like, right. who's taking care of this tire? You look at your trunk, and your spare ain't going to get it. And look, you ride on that spare until it blow out, mm-hmm. and that's a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also look at, um, like, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh they fired a lady for giving a child food who didn't have money to pay for food. Right. But that's also the same state that managed to cut their food uh, assistance plans mm-hmm. 65%. So they set the amount of money you can make so low that if you took a job making 10 hours, you were going to be overqualified for food assistance. Mm. So you take a job, you're not qualified for food assistance, but you're not 
making enough to actually take care of yourself and feed yourself. Also, if you don't take a job, you don't qualify for food assistance, so you're getting cut off. Mm-hmm. So either way, you're getting cut off. Yeah. And they managed to find a way to, like, they praised it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we came down with people on food assistance 65%, but that didn't erase the poverty deficit. Mm-hmm. That actually increased it because now these people have no way of finding food. Right. And then if you look in uh, other rural or uh, other urban neighborhoods, mm-hmm. the grocery stores that we have in most of the neighborhoods charge a lot more than other grocery stores. So even if you're getting food assistance, you're still not getting adequate food mm-hmm. for the assistance that you're getting. Right. So it makes it even more difficult. Plus, you don't have the wide variety of foods that can actually open up your taste buds and provide extra nutrients mm-hmm. like we have a wide variety of ramen like mm-hmm. you can get all the ramen you want but as you've seen the guy made a video of him fixing his tub with uh oh yeah i saw that a pack of ramen noodles yeah, so like that. is that really good for you can that help you will that keep poverty away i mean it could the way it works <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but I, I do feel like you know also with the topic of mental health and poverty Poverty. Poverty. I can't even say it right. But (laughs) I just feel like it does, like, it does something to you. Yes. I feel like some people are, you know, everyone isn't alike, so everyone isn't as strong as the next person. So you can easily get a, I don't care, I'm going to just do what I got to do to get this money attitude. Yeah. Or at the same time, you can get that attitude like, I'm going to always be in the hood. This is always going to be where I'm at. And I don't really need to. And more often than not, that's the attitude that people take. Like, they don't inspire to be further than what they are. Like, it's a very, very select few who actually get that that hustler spirit Mm -hmm. and go out. Most other people end up hooked on drugs. Right. So that's even more money coming out of their household because now you're paying for this addiction. Right. Because, like, this addiction is the only thing that makes you feel that you're away from the the issue. But the tough thing is, because it is seen so often, it's always seen as the thing to do. Like, if you ain't got no money, you can't get a job, let's just go on this corner, I'm going to hook you up, this, this, and that, you know. In certain neighborhoods. Like, you may not see it out there where I used to stay at, like, you know, far, far out. But you see this in some areas, and this is common. Yeah. But it shouldn't be as common, but it's an easy way to do something. But it, And that's not really getting it. And I was looking at that I was looking at that in my neighborhood the other day. A lot of the corner boys that used to be out there, mm-hmm. like, a lot of them are starving now. Yeah. Because, like, you got one guy who's a supplier. Mm-hmm. He take 30 people who thought they wanted to be corner boys, put them all on the same corner. They making nothing. He make the money. Mm-hmm. They make nothing. So, it then increases the need for violence. Mm-hmm. It increases the need for crime mm-hmm. because, like, either I'm going to have to get it or I'm just going to be content with what I got. Right. That's why you need people like us out here that's going <laughs> to try to give you something that you need. I've been telling people a lot more often that, you know, it's some industries out here that's getting ready to boom. And you really? got to get in these industries Absolutely. before it boom. Like, this, this marijuana thing, and I keep on bringing it up because... As soon as all these states make it legal, that's going to be a booming industry. And I'm only going to say that because, like, it's legal now. So everyone right. is going to be like, well, you know, we can get it in honey. We can make tea out of it. Absolutely. They have lotions. They have oils. And it's not even about what they have. It's just another industry that's getting ready to boom. So why Thank not 
why not just take out $20 every check and put it into stock? That's what I've been doing. I got this app. It's called Stash. S-T-A-S-H. If you can, look it up. Set aside $20. It'll do it for you automatically. But $20 every two weeks out of your check is enough that'll keep you going in the future. Because once that that industry booms and everything is legal in each state, them stock that stock market is going to boom. Like it's going to. Right, some absolutely. people don't think about that, but your money can really make you money if you just set aside the time and say, "I'm not going to touch this. I'm gonna just let this build. And I'm gonna just rock with it." Right, right. And that's a lot of thing. And that is one of the main issues of why poverty is so prevalent also. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't get the opportunity to think about investments for the future. Right. Or what they can do to make life better tomorrow. Since mm-hmm. you're stretching every penny uh, that you have today, it's like tomorrow's dollar, who knows where that's, that's coming tomorrow's from. That's tomorrow's problem. Right. <laughs> <She said. laughs> but um, you look at uh, a lot of the issues that, that arise from that. Um, people are in a major struggle right now. And a lot of people put on a good face for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people try to uh, make it uh, make it work for their situation. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to uh, we're just not making enough. The cost of living is going up, up, and up. Mm-hmm. The cost of everything is going up, up, and up. Mm-hmm. But jobs doesn't increase pay like that. Right. So even if you were making it last week, <laughs> you might not be making it. Next week. That's true. When it got on the milk goes from five dollars to seven. Right. It's just it's it's about changing, I guess, your mindset. Like I work downtown and I used to work at home for Apple mm-hmm. and everything was given to me so easily. Like once it was time for me to wake up, I'm hopping out the bed, go brush my teeth and everything, going back in my room to go to work. And I'm doing that all day. I'm not driving, I'm not walking anywhere, and I got used to that. Right. But then like once I got this new job it was like everything changed for me. So I was like, you know, parking is crazy. Right. But I used to spend a lot more money in parking. And I had got this mindset. It's like, I, I really hate this. Like, I really don't want to do this. And I had to change my mindset and tell myself, like, you got to do what you got to do. Period. You you got to do what you got to do. So what I do is, if I don't want to pay $70 worth of parking every week, right. sounds to me like I'm going to be walking a mile every day to get to my car. You got to do what you got to do. It's about changing your whole mindset. I mean, it's not easy. Oh, it not took at me, all. Yeah, it took not me a, a long time to get used to walking this long walk to get to my job. It's but not a long walk. It is. Across it's, that bridge. It's not really a mile. Rick, and that is, you know how many walk steps I put in for that walk? Alright, so I used to do that walk every day. Okay. Even before you started parking there. That walk is nothing. It's like a quick seven minute walk. Actually for me, because of my legs, it's 14 minutes. My legs are shorter. 14 minutes for me to walk there, and I'm not power walking <laughs> for nobody. <laughs> but I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, we're all going through things, like I always say. But it's about being optimistic in your situation. Right. And trying to see the positive in it. Because, I mean, it's days where I, I'm really tired. So, sometimes I'll just, you know, like, I won't say, like, have, it'll just be an anxiety thing, like, all day. But it's about training yourself to hear yourself say in your head, like, you know what? I got this. No oh, matter what, I got this. What's that? I do have a parking pass still. You got a parking, parking garage pass? right next to the, uh, what? the building. Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't expire until like the end of this year or something. What? I need that. So we'll talk about it. I give you a free, <laughs> a free hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, really, it's about training yourself. Like I had, I had to always remind myself um, to tell myself, like, hey, don't worry about it. It'll right. it'll happen if it's meant to happen. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. And you'll make it happen. No one will just give it to you. You'll right. be able to make it happen to yourself. So I have to remind myself, and you have to remind yourself this, no matter what the situation is, it's going to work itself out. Everything may not look super perfect, but if you just believe and be positive and stop letting these what-if situations keep on hitting your mind, stop listening to all your thoughts. Just tell yourself, take control, and say, no matter what, I got this. Right. And we got to look at helping one another also. Mm -hmm. um, because there's plenty of times where, hey, you may have a person who may need that sandwich that you're about to throw away. Hey, look out for one another. Because uh, a lot of people won't speak up about their situations. More often than not, people are not going to speak up about their situations, about what they're feeling, about what they're going through. Um, but we as a united people, not just black people, not just white people, just human beings in general. We need to be able to reach out and help one another. Um, that nickel that you have in the center console of your car might actually help somebody. Mm -hmm. So, like, I understand it's the me first attitude. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're the only one at the top, who are you actually helping? around, Or who are you actually standing with? All right. So let's get into a hot topic here. Yeah, so uh, lately, this hot topic was actually sent to me on Facebook. Uh, I see there recently was another holistic doctor uh, that was found dead. Um, this doctor was a pro-cannabis doctor, and uh, she was making a lot of pushes for um, people to stop using big pharmaceuticals and to start looking at alternative ways of finding uh, cures mm -hmm. because these cures didn't come with side effects um, like the big pharmaceutical uh, medicines of mm -hmm. uh, side effects that you didn't need uh, 10 other medicines to actually try to cure uh, how they that's how they make all of their money mm -hmm. so she was pushing for uh, a lot of people to move holistically mm -hmm. um, because most of those, uh, most of the herbs don't have major side effects like that. Yeah, because I've went to see a few holistic um, people, and they've helped me a lot. I mean, it right. costs little to nothing, and then right. at the same time, it's no side effects. Like you said, it's all natural. So I could see why they want to get, you know. And if it's something out. you need long term, you can literally plant your garden in the backyard mm -hmm. and have it there. Mm -hmm. um, the doctor name, uh, the most recent doctor name was Sonia K. Forbes. Um, and she was found dead in uh, Cunningham Avenue, St. Saint Andrew's home. Um, they're still waiting the uh, results of her autopsy to see exactly the cause of death. Um, but uh, she was very instrumental in pushing information out to uh, the general public uh, against big pharmaceutical companies. So how many has it been that died? So since June 2015, there has been a hundred... Uh, holistic doctors that have found some kind of freak accident or uh, some random murder mm -hmm. uh, that has taken their lives. Mm -hmm. um, this now is becoming an issue because it looks like when they speak out against big pharmaceutical companies and they make major pushes, um, they run into accidents. Exactly. I mean, what they did to Dr. C. Yeah, yeah, so, and that's not even including him on the list. Yeah, so that even predates him. 
Right. But like it's a lot more light was shined on it after the Nipsey Hustle thing because he was uh, doing a documentary on Dr. CB. Right. Um, but even before then, there were a lot of doctors who made that stand, mm-hmm. and they're no more. Listen, that means that you guys need to start looking into stop taking all these pills and all this kind of stuff because some of that things, yeah, it's temporary help, it's temporarily helping you. But at the same time, it could be damaging something else. I don't right. know if you ever heard of, you know, you take your car to get it fixed, and then you come out, and what you went to take it in, and it's, that's fixed, but now something else needs to be fixed. Right. Same thing with doctors. They need to keep you coming back. They need to keep on making money. So I say be careful. Let's go the natural way. Let's get some natural remedies. You don't even know how much stuff um, vinegar can help with. Absolutely. Black sea oil. Let's get Apple into this cider market. Vinegar? Yes. Man, it take care of your life. Yeah, you need all that. Get some lemon water. Get you some black seed oil. It's so many things out here that you can purchase that could help you with headaches, help you lose weight. Anything that you want could be definitely in your, your kitchen or, like, seasoning. Cajun spice. You don't know, like, how much this stuff can actually help you. So, please do your research. You have something as little as, like, dandelions mm-hmm. that could take the place of water pills. Mm-hmm. They will still have the exact same effect. And there's no side effects to dandelions. Right. So, like, just, like, educate yourself on what you can do uh, that is cost efficient. All right. um, Because that goes back to the topic. We can help with poverty if we find other ways that we can actually take care of ourselves and have preventative health. But also, at the same time, this also comes in the same play with mental health issues because sometimes we're taking these pills and then you can't take it with certain pills and you'll right. be hallucinating thinking that I'm seeing stuff, I'm going crazy, but it's the medicine that you're taking because they have side effects. But that's one thing that actually stood out because a lot of people who start looking into alternative medicines mm-hmm. is because of they're taking these medicines, it's blocking their creativity, right. it's blocking their energy, right. it's killing their desire to want to do anything else because they have to sustain the medicine, right. and the medicine has major side effects right. that they have to then manage those side effects. Mm-hmm. So all of that together is causing an even more uh, a more drastic issue because mm-hmm. hey maybe what kept you grounded was your creativity right but when that's blocked then it's like it's your issues mm-hmm. and then uh, a lot of these medicines have opioids in it and it's causing addictions yeah and even the ones without opioids they causing addictions because like you need this medicine right. and once you get hooked to it it's a multi-trillion dollar industry for a reason it is I mean no they don't give you 30 pills for nothing. Right. It only takes 21 days for you to actually get, you know, like my mind is trained that, oh, I need to take this pill. That's big corner I boy. I need to take this pill. That's so big er- corner boy. Right yeah. There. So you Once going you back, hook, you, you getting your refills, getting another 30. Next thing you know, you done did six months of these pills that you probably just didn't need. So just take right. the chance and make sure that you do the research. Look up some natural herbs because they don't want you to have it because it can really actually help you and it can get you more focused if you had natural things in your body. They won't even consider it a medicine. The FDA would consider it a herbal supplement, yep. never a medicine. Right. But uh, just educate yourself about what you can and cannot put in your body and guarantee that you will find something that can take a place of a, many, a million drugs. Right. So, like, definitely look out for your health. Do better with yourselves. Definitely. And this was a great episode. Oh, I got one more thing I want to touch on. So Missouri just passed. (laughs) You know, I had to hit this one. Missouri just passed the abortion law that you can't have an abortion after eight weeks. 
I think that's, you know, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I that's mean, about reasonable. I think it is, but I want to say this. If you're listening, Michigan is going to be coming up soon. So I'm telling yes. y'all, you know, don't get caught doing this after they pass this law because you are facing 25 years in jail. Texas they is talking about the death penalty. Yeah, some <laughs> states is. I mean, good thing Michigan, we don't do this, the death penalty. Well, not yet, at least. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> just don't get caught doing it. Please protect yourself by any means necessary. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, keep your head up. Keep your head on straight. The holiday is coming up this week. Listen, if you're listening to the show, I love leftovers, so make me a plate. I will definitely stop by to give me but some look, food. I am trying to escape poverty, so I'm at all y'all houses. We're going to be uh, getting these plates together mm-hmm. and we're gonna eat good this holiday yeah cousin so <laughs> you know hit us up and also make sure you know buy a hoodie buy a t-shirt come see us at one of the pop-ups if you at in arbor come pull up on us you never know we might be doing this show live next week i think we should because we're gonna be there all day i think we should we might Why as not? well because we're gonna have a full day of it so i hope you enjoyed the show and i hope you're back next week and this has been a moment with mika and rick Peace. Peace. The song, but they see the whole porno. Like, how can we? But you think about every generation that we've had throughout time. Mm-hmm. Everything has been easy to get to. As the generations pass, mm-hmm. everybody think about the gener or how easy it was for them to access something when they were growing up, right? And how easy it is for the next generation to access it. I mean, so yeah. at my time, uh, getting to it was easy. You go into the attic, find the books, or you find a video somewhere. But you but had now, to go seek for it. Right. Seeking, right? What if, for these kids, you don't have to seek for You don't have to actually go looking for sex. Sex is looking for you, period. Very or true. like the Momo videos. Kids are innocently playing games on their phone, on the YouTube, watching videos, and the Momo video come up where she's right. telling them to commit suicide and kill her family. Like, kids are not seeking for sex. They're not seeking for a suicide. They're just running into it because it's too accessible. Right. But at the, also with that being said, that opens up the opportunity where parents have to be more proactive about how they present or educate their children. It's not just parents, though. Because if you don't take that proactive stance mm-hmm. and you're not proactively uh, helping your child's uh, develop decision-making skills mm-hmm. or understand what they could possibly run into, like you said, it's very easy for the internet to like anything to pop up. So it's more about a parent focusing in on their child and educating their child uh, individually, That's not true. letting their peers educate them because mm-hmm. a lot of peers will try to edu- educate other kids about what they think they understand about sex or what they mm-hmm. think they understand about violence or mm-hmm. how the world works. And that is definitely not the, the right person to, to present that to them. You in the same age bracket. Maybe y'all seen something different, but you can't have a deep understanding of all of these topics without some level of wisdom or some level of time and experience under your belt. So taking that proactive stance to educate your child is definitely what's impacting your life. Um, having Maintaining eight hours of uninterrupted sleep, mm-hmm. uh, avoiding sugars, greasy foods, salts, Processed foods and unsaturated fats. Mm-hmm. Consuming more whole grains, greens, unprocessed foods, um, lean meats, unsaturated fats. Um, eating at least two or three times a day a healthy meal. So let's get some salads in there. Let's take away the fries sometimes. Let's drink more water, at least three liters of water a day. All right, and then you want to make sure you consume natural probiotics. 
Now these are your yogurts, miso, uh, sauerkraut, kefir, and uh, kimchi. I think that's what it says. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, but definitely when you do yogurts, you want to look at the the whole yogurts. Not but, um, so Rick, with um, Ashley being a new mother, um, what would you tell her? What would you tell her? Because I know sometimes as new mothers, it's probably kind of hard and she is new. You guys are first parents. So what's something inspirational that you would tell her? Calm down. Calm down. Like, everything is, like, 10 right now. And sometimes she get mad at me because I don't react on 10 when she say, oh, this is what's going on with them. And I'm like,